Hey guys. Hi. <laughs> hey, so uh, we're Homo Superior. Uh, it's our first installment. We're going to be talking about uh, the X-Men. We're four, mm-hmm. actually five sassy gay men, single and ready to mingle, most of us. All of us are uh, single. I'm Kalen. <laughs> I'm Ryan. I'm Clark. Adam. And I'm Soundboy. Soundboy! <laughs> Soundboy! Hi, Soundboy. I'm, I'm Brent. I'm Soundboy. Hi, sad boy. No, so, so uh, Marvel just relaunched their once for, again, yeah, for once the again, fifteenth time for the fifteenth time this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kidding. Uh, their uh, X Men books, and so let's talk about the four of them that were launched in the last couple weeks. So, starting with X Men Prime. Um, I don't know. I thought it was not bad, uh, but what did you guys? What did you guys think? Um, this relaunch does feel different than every other single relaunch that happens every two months uh it because they keep telling us it's different uh which I, I'm, I'm gonna hope and believe uh they keep saying back to basics so i, I am excited for that basic is the right adjective. yeah, yeah. Oh my God. it's all about fundamentals <laughs> we're putting the fun back in fundamentals no. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, I think this might actually be different. Um, they didn't change up the creative team too, too much, so I'm still kind of like meh about that, but right. I'm hopeful. Um, as a first time, well, not first time reader, but first time person getting back into X-Men, not mm-hmm. having read the comics since like, I don't know, late, early 2000s, mm-hmm. uh, maybe since New X-Men. I thought Prime was actually a really good primer to oh. get what was going on. I've always read like a bunch That's of so stuff. <laughs> this is gonna be a very funny podcast. Um, I've always like kept up by reading like random Wikipedia articles and stuff. But it's uh, I do think as a like again as a new fan, they've really rebooted it enough that like it's still the same so it's like really fun to come into it and see all the same characters being away from it for a while were you confused by anything that was going on not particularly i think the inhumans versus x-men thing was the biggest like but i had been i've seen the movies i've kept up with wikipedia i've talked to you guys so I generally knew what was... huge w- Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. I love it. I mean, just for folks who may not have known what Inhumans or X-Men were, Inhumans was basically Marvel's fetch. They were trying to make it happen yeah. oh. for a long time. Uh, it it didn't. Their, it was their... I'm just going to be groaning. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. It's like Whitehead. Um, oh, but I will say, like, one thing that I really liked about it, because it felt like as a new reader again for the very second time was the fact that people had <laughs> aged and changed. So the whole, like, obviously the aspect of Blue that we'll get into, which is they're the original cast that has, like, been t- time travel time to the future. Dispersed. That's one thing in itself. But, like, the fact that, like, Kitty looks much more distinguished and, like, placing her in a leadership position seems yeah, to make a lot more a sense to me. gentleman. What's up? Mm, oh, yeah, that haircut. <laughs> She's going to a barber shop now. <laughs> so it was just like, that's, that's a good take on it. And I think it was like, they're definitely choosing a lot of the right characters to invigorate someone like me who loved the cartoon show, read the comics, mm-hmm. like in, like, wow, I can't wait to read again for, like, interesting news storylines using the same characters that I know and love. Right. Even their promotion was basically the the old 90s cartoon theme. That was, like, a promotion they were doing or, or like... Uh, something that like, gets you hyped for this new like reject. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was like clearly the most popular time for the yeah. X Men. The nineties was really like the heyday for the X Men. I mean, eighties is like kind of when like they like kind of hit the 
stratosphere in the 90s is just like destroyed like well, every why do church. I feel like all the X-Men's haircuts were made in the 80s and then they just stopped there they all hmm. look like they're about to be in a jazzercise music oh, oh yeah no yeah. that's true that is yeah. very true well, you obviously don't like mohawks. Who was that? The whole Australian Outback era where they all got their weird haircuts. Oh, oh yeah. what a well, great thank era. You, thank you, Mark Silvestri. You mm-hmm. know, he was the artist during that era, so he definitely, like, he liked a lot of, like, Aquanet hairspray and, like, yeah. you know, giant, like, walls of hair. And, and like, think po- Elaine Bennis from Seinfeld, you know? Polaris yeah, had that weird, like, spiky green nightmare I thing. loved it. It was, like, that big. Oh, it was no. nuts. She it was, like, it was Devin the weird... hologram. So, it's it's awesome. as impressive as their powers. Is their ability for their hair to stay perfectly oh, yeah. cloth? Yeah, they're yeah, like anime yeah. characters. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm sure, like you know, 20 years from now, it's like we'll be saying, like, what were they thinking with their hair in the 2010s? Mm, yeah. God, like, what was like you know? But no, we won't. Basically, we won't. yeah, my hair right, right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, you look like Pyro from I, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Thank you uh, for that. Um, <laughs> I I would say that he wants to let you on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think very uh, flammable, Ryan. I think most of the looks that they're rocking right now, other than Kitty's shorter hair, is probably their most iconic looks. Yeah. Um, they got rid of Colossus's beard. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. gone. Yeah. That was freaking. When did he have a beard? For yeah. like the last. Don't worry two years. about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was bald. Wasn't that his girlfriend? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, that's okay. Okay. Uh, what. <laughs> Yeah, that was Ultimate We're going to also have Ultimate Colossus is banging out North Star. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On top of puns, we're going to have bad jokes. Hmm. Um, but I will say, like, uh, Mark Guggenheim wrote a big chunk of X-Men Prime, and he's the X-Men Gold writer. We'll get to that a little bit. Yeah. He, I think, I don't know what you guys think, but he's got Kitty's voice down. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like she's still got that optimism and, like, hope of Kitty Pride when she first joined the X-Men. Uh, but has, like, seen a lot. Like, she's been out in space with the Guardians of the Galaxy, which is odd, but that happened. <laughs> uh, you know, and so she's, like, the, clearly the POV character. I don't know yet if he has the other characters down yes. so much. Maybe he'll get there. He's clearly a talented guy. Yeah. Um, he's written for, like, uh, he's written comics for a long time, but he's also, he has experience with ensembles, for writing for Arrow, so like he understands like interpersonal dynamics, and so I've I've got I'm a little optimistic that he can put it. How many issues are supposed to be in the series? Like how what? much time does he have to like figure his shit we, out? Well, it's totally changed what? now that that the whole artist issue is happening. Correct. They're plus, probably not going to go. Plus, Marvel's going towards the what they call a season-based series, so it's almost yeah, like, like a TV this show. season on the yeah. X Men. So that's. Um, basically X-Men. so they yeah. can reboot it every couple of months and have a number one again well and I was gonna say so that Adam yeah. will be less confused all the time <laughs> that's, well I was gonna say that that's worked out like it definitely is written like a TV show where it's like there's obviously like stuff when they went to go see Magic um, mm-hmm. like there's obviously stuff that's happened and I don't know the full like why is the the X-Mansion in, uh, or like Limbo yeah. yeah why is it in Limbo but it's like it doesn't really matter because they already saw like it's totally a pilot episode to a new season of a show which yeah. I like is good for new readers, but I get nervous about that. It's like as you go on, like, yeah, I don't want to have to jump. I don't want to have to. I, I hate jumping on every time. Like now that I'm jumped on again, I'm like, that's it. Like I'm now. This is my new reality, and I'm fine with this. But don't like have to reboot it every. Which is just how comics work. Which is but. how comics work for something that's like. I mean, the X Men have been around since the early '60s. Like this sort of iteration of X Men has been around since like the mid to late '70s. So yeah, it's gonna get rebooted. But you know, to y'all's it, point, uh, it, it's happening too quickly. So. 
you know, things are successful, or what's happening in comics that are, that are successful is when you have a writer and an artist who can stay with it for a while, you know, jumping companies for a second. DC did really well with Batman, with, like, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, mm-hmm. you know, basically doing 52 issues of Batman together. You know, having that kind of consistency would be, would be like, would be pretty welcome. There's something sad about, and you're old, so you get this, Caitlin. <laughs> but there's something sad about not going in and just, like, jumping into, like, oh, this is issue 1512. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy that, doing the research. I trying to find those back issues. There's something in that beauty of, like, doing that. Well, I told you, I was, like, so... As, I was even reading the like reading Prime. I was, like, oh, I want to go back and read Inhumans vs. X-Men. And, like, even though it, like, wasn't necessarily... It sounded like it wasn't very good. No. Yeah, yeah. Like, it sounds like it wasn't very good. It was still that sort of, like, completionist idea. Where I'm, like, I need to know what it yeah. is, like, seeing it instead of, like, having to read the analogs. Right. But I do think that the gold um, primer, which like I went through a lot more history than I was expecting, yeah, yeah, was like um, a perfect buildup because it like established a lot of the characters that like like I, uh, Rachel Summers. And yeah, was, like, yeah. What the hell? When we get into gold, we'll talk a little bit more of that. But I'm really glad Marvel did that. I think that was like very smart. You know, touching on the vast history of X Men, but also you know focusing on the characters that were in the book about like yeah. what the changes were. So that that was really smart. So in Prime, besides yeah. you know how what were the gold, your takeaways? Yeah. So, Prime. Um, you know, it's clearly, it's like, it's a, it's a reboot, it's a restart, uh, but, you know, there's a couple of elements that, like, kind of, I think they had to do it this way, but, like, just felt like they were shoehorned in. Yeah. The Lady Deathstrike stuff, like, yes. it was like, yeah. okay, we're gonna be, we're gonna, it's gonna launch into Weapon X, but it's just like, what is and she here's doing? an aside, That you was know? the only thing I liked in that issue, though. That she killed that woman. Absolutely did you not care about woman, the rest yeah. of it. But, Fuck, there's Shogo right there being a little shitball. <laughs> <laughs> and who is Shogo? Got, She's Jubilee's daughter. Yeah, yeah. we got, he's a boy. Uh, and we, it's we a got boy. this yeah. whole okay, mess, got Colossus wanting to possibly bang out Kitty again. They were definitely established Don't want like that. Keep yeah. No. Yeah. It's gonna be gross. Well, I, like, yeah. I don't think he's even got uh, Guggenheim as Colossus as voiced out. Oh, no. He does not at all. Yeah, or so. Storm. Unrelated, but still yeah. feel that. Yeah. Well, so I will say in a somewhat, like, fun twist world is that, like, the way that they're they're doing Kitty and um, Colossus is very similar to how you'd normally see, like, a female love interest for a male character that would be the lead. So it's like he's basically just there so far to just like support he's the seasoning of romance. No, it's true. Like he's literally You're playing like it's, right. it's very will they won't they? It but it's like not very, really. Yeah, so I'm sure there's like Kitty Colossus shippers yeah. are gonna be oh. like. Oh well, yeah. There's classic people that love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very uh, Buffy and Riley to me. It's very like oh, fucking yeah. Riley. That's a little. Little. That's really harsh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't like Colossus. Buffy, whatever. Riley. Yeah. Wow. That's no, I actually wow. love him. But yeah, I'd say I'd say they're a little more like Buffy and Angel. Like they were the original romance. It's sort of that vibe, though. Uh, yeah, but do you feel like from this Colossus, you're going to get your own good spinoff from it? Man, uh, characters not established at all so far. No, Colossus is a, they, it's a hard character because like he was one of the most like noble of the X Men. He's a strong silent type. He's a strong silent type, and then they've uh, you know they've tried to make him like slightly darker, a little bit more evil. They tried making him the Juggernaut he at was one the point. Juggernaut yeah. bitch. Uh. <laughs> he joined the acolytes as well. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. that was wait, a while ago. Is the Juggernaut ago. like a mantle, like? Yeah, like Batman. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. It, it yes, passed down. Well, who it's gets the gym? Oh, yeah, gym. Boy, oh boy, it's I get sort, to be the juggernaut. Yeah. It's sort of like a power ring. It's 
Uh, yeah, of the Green Lanterns. Uh, I was sort exactly. of thinking that, but there's like there's so yeah, it's a there's jet, yeah, mystical yeah, jet, Cytorak, Cytorak. Yeah, I just thought he was like big bones. No, he's like I'm a mutant too. He's just actually really tiny. It's glandular. Okay, Brent. Yeah, stop being mean. When he loses his power, doesn't become smaller. Um. Yes. Like he gets tiny when he because it's the whole like bulking up is as a result of the. It's bulking season for Dragon. It's bulking around. It's about to be summer. Yeah, but. I will say, you know, outside of comics, the best iteration of Colossus was, I think, in Deadpool because he oh, played like the yes. straight man yeah. to to Deadpool, like, and That's he was true. like so like, uh, you know, so stoic and like I'm like I'm this heroic noble guy, and you know, Deadpool who's a total antihero, like the playing off the two was actually pretty pretty cool. Like it was it was it was it was funny. Whedon's I uh, uh, Whedon Whedon. Um, yeah. I'm gonna jerk off to him all the time, but. Uh, his oh, his geez. run specifically. Whedon or Colossus. Whedon. Both. <laughs> Both. Uh, he likes to cuddle with Joss Whedon. I do. You like a We're big guy with some sort of metal body part. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, but his role in that was just sort of the strong. He would just say one thing every once in a while, and everyone would be like, "Oh yeah, you do oh, talk sometimes." Oh yeah, that's you're so poignant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All he said was Eskimo. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but. Uh, so you like the uh, getting away from class for a second. Oh you God. like the interlude of Weapon X. I don't understand the whole going to Central Park thing based entirely upon monetary issues and legality issues. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't... I think it's that's their way. It. We'll get into it in gold. Just like we can start to... Uh, they're trying to, like, integrate more with the entire Marvel Universe because mm. there's always been this struggle of like how much do we integrate x-men with yeah. the rest of the marvel how much do we not mm-hmm. and so putting them right in the middle of like central park of marvel's new york it's like there's boom, so many right teams there. that live in new york like how does how dangerous is new york <laughs> it's pretty it's dangerous there's so many teams yeah, that's why like there's a comic for a while called damage control that that's dealt right. exactly with like buildings are falling over there's like all this collateral damage that's yeah. happening whenever like the Avengers fight you know Doctor Doom or Fantastic they Four fights Galactus they all had minor powers and stuff that would help them be able to yeah. properly put like things back villain, together if, if I'm a villain who's in New York just don't go there if yeah. I'm trying to get if I'm trying to get comp- like attention there's so much competition in New York. It's so I true. should just go, like... Go to Cincinnati. Go, anyway. yeah. go, to, go to Cleveland. Cleveland and just, like, so murder so many people. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm, like, oh known my as God. the Cleveland killer or whatever. Yeah. I get yeah. a little bit of name recognition. Yeah, yeah, you're wearing a mask. Yeah. And you look great in it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. a cape and everyone's talking about me. <laughs> there's no superheroes to fight. So yeah. true. The Cleveland steamer, New York, right? New York's, a, <laughs> <laughs> New York's a hard market to get into. Yeah, New York's a hard it's market to get into. Is name my sex tape. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, no, like, and they actually kind of mm. dealt with that in, in Avengers. They tried doing the whole fifty-state initiative, where every state had their own uh, team yeah, of Avengers. Avengers. That's a whole nother. I yeah. loved that. Yeah, it was a cool it little idea. Hellcat was the only one for Alaska. And that, it was <laughs> a, oh, that's well, like, I've read. Furry, you know, she can like handle the. Cold. Did she protect all eight of those people? Mm-hmm. She ended up assaulting oh. a yeti and, oh, yeah. and a giant dog and a lot of rabbits. Um, final question on Prime: Do you yeah. think that Storm should have stayed? Uh, well, oh. I mean, she was, mean she was gonna. There was an argument. Yeah. Well, the whole thing—it was like there was no drama there. It's like Kitty, come back, you know, because I can't be I because I'm leaving the X Men. It's like. No, you're not. I've seen the promos. Like, you're Storm. Mm, you're one yeah. of the most iconic yeah. X-Men ever. Uh, you Probably one of the most popular X-Men ever. Like, you're not going to leave. You know, Sorry. I think it would have been better, not to get into fan fiction here, but it would have been better if Storm would just say, look, I want to stay. I cannot lead this team. I screwed up badly during IVX. 
you know, and I need somebody who's been away from the X-Men for a little while, but is the heart and soul of this team. Yeah. I think that would have been much more, like, I, I would have bought that a little bit more. But with, like, one more thing I'll say about Prime. Yeah. The other aside about leading into X-Men Blue, you know, um, clearly they're like, okay, we're going to spin the original five off into their own little thing. We, we've made this, like, uh, recording of in a danger room. That was fine and good. I've never really caught into the whole idea of the original X-Men being plucked from their own timeline. There was one line of dialogue that Gene said about, you know, there, there's, like, we may not even even come from the past, but, we, you know, uh, we, there's a world out there that doesn't have us. And I think it would be kind of cool if there was, again, not to get too much into fan fiction, of the, uh, the original five going back to the world where... They didn't. They, they didn't exist for a little while, and they saw what a hellhole it became because yeah. the X Men weren't there. It's a little, you know, it's a wonderful life, and it's a little with what happened in the Age of Apocalypse twenty yeah. years ago. Like you take Professor X out of the what equation, happens? the world goes yeah. goes to shit. That's exactly. Like it would be kind of cool to explore that. Like a, you yeah. know, it could be a little like Exiles. It could yeah. be a little bit like jumping dimensions. Ghosts but... of X Men past. Uh. There was a, there was a lot. There was what if issues that were about what would have happened if the original five weren't there. Yeah, weren't there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they ended up with and then what was it? Polaris. Yeah, and it, it was great. Banshee was definitely there since Banshee showed. That world had really good ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm remember, the flies for some apparent reason, Cat's Eye was there. Oh, Ashley, the cat. favorite Cat's Eye. <laughs> I love Cat's Eye. She I know speaks you like a I know you. She can turn into a cat, a giant purple cat. Really? Yeah. Oh man, they really got lazy. This yeah, year. they don't care. I don't know. He, he fights yeah. with bananas. She died. He's a banana and she, fighter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she and the Hellions died, appealing. and then they didn't oh, die, oh, and then they died again, and then they didn't die again, and now we're not sure if they're dead or not. Ring. Oh, God, she turns into a giant purple cat. She also turns into a small purple cat sometimes. Didn't she have good vision? She also had purple hair. Okay. Hmm. I don't. I think it blocked this character from my mind. And she she called Hogan, right? Yeah. That is a deep cut part. And she she called um, Wolfsbane um, pretty pretty all the time. Oh, yeah. That's a little creepy. Like like in Barbarella, like pretty pretty. It was huge. (laughs) Creepy. That is very creepy. I'll tell you all about Cat's Eye. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Cat's Eye hours. Yeah. Clark Whitehead, our. X-Men Encyclopedia here. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so Prime was boring and it's whatever. It was a Next. good, it was a good thing for someone who needed to know what the hell was going on. It was fine. But yeah. Let's talk it about... It set up so much that you already know it was right. going to happen. If you read any sort of... Basically, yeah. Trip. So it set up Gold, Blue, We've and Weapon there. X. So In the whole Storm thing you were mentioning, mm-hmm. I don't think she did anything wrong. Because I support Cyclops 400%. I had to support her 400% now that he was gone, because fuck, the Inhumans were being total assholes the entire time and murdering people yeah. with a goddamn giant clout. And then, like, what... Who, oh, God, was it Bun? Who tried to make it seem like... But it's just like a peanut allergy. You, <laughs> like, literally, that is what... Is that a quote? Like the worst is that a quote? It was, ever. It was oh a horrible thing they said. So everyone's talking about the peanut butter cloud that is murdering all the So I am 100%. I don't understand why Storm wanted to leave or why she needed to leave when she everyone else... She needed some time to grow her hair out. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. She didn't so, go to dry bar. Yeah, yeah exactly. She's going to dry bar. Like, cause she was she... in a mohawk at the beginning of Prime, and then when you get to gold, don't, she's got her full... Do not get me like, started. Locks. 
And she's got her old outfit. Back. Limbo yeah. runs at a different time than than our time. Maybe she just kind of sat there for four months. She has a you secondary mutation. Her hair can grow Everyone at any knows. length at any time. So we'll just. Okay. So anything else so on Prime? Speaking before... of hair, X Men Gold. Uh, no, I with... don't want to update. Okay. No. no. No, you just said update. I did say update. Ah, I'm gonna lose it. Anyway, okay. so it's... let's talk about X Men Gold. So this is, the I would say, the flagship probably yeah. right now yeah, of sure. the X Men line. It's clearly the. It's serious. The... Like this is who. But it's like the it's most the popular. 70s. It's character. the 70s X Men. It's totally the 70s X Men. It's like it's like uh, all new, uh, all different. All new, all different, yeah. So, led by Kitty Pride, and you have Old Man Logan for she Wolverine. You've got Storm in her classic outfit, mm-hmm. which I really like. I like her classic it's outfit. The, that outfit makes it's a lot the more best sense. outfit yeah. every gay guy wants to dress in that outfit. <laughs> Absolutely, because it's fabulous. It's great. And you got Colossus in his sort of similar, uh, similar like 70s outfit. And you have Nightcrawler, who's probably my favorite X-Men. And has never changed his outfit. He never changes his outfit, ever. He never changes But he has it. a class, like Dave Cockrum, who designed Nightcrawler's outfit, like, he knew what he was doing. Any update to it, it just looks looks awful. It does. He There's had, a couple that you cannot well, touch. Colo- I would say yeah, Colossus, Storm, and Nightcrawler It's really nice are... to see all three of them in their, like, their Colossus. outfits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nightcrawler changed up his outfit a lot for Excalibur when he was on it. He did, but it never stuck. It, was, and it, it wasn't good. And it didn't go... Like, the the only iteration of his costume that I kind of liked was in the Age of Apocalypse when it was Excalibur, mm. when he was kind of, like, a little bit more dangerous and a little bit, like... I did like a, him in that. I yeah. liked him in Age of Apocalypse. Was that when he was chilling out down in... The Savage Land or something with Destiny. The, um, he was trying to transport. Yes. Yeah, he was transporting people for his mom, and then it was like the sh- I. Yeah, and Destiny. We, yes, we've all been there. So, <laughs> like those three, like you know, they have their classic '70s costume with a little bit, with a little bit of a spin. But what about yeah. that Prestige costume? Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> the worst for everyone's yeah. favorite character, <laughs> Prestige. I mean, I, I don't even prestige. know where to begin with that costume. But let's okay. So you got old man Logan who doesn't really have a costume. Yeah, it's just basically he's, he's wearing like, Gambit's old coat. Basically. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah. He's just you know a great green jean from J. Crew. Uh, absolutely, that, I do have that green jean. It looks thank nice. You. Oh, thanks. and just a nice white shirt. I think he did well. Yeah, no, I mean, he's basically, look, he's like, he's like, he's from Brooklyn. That's what he looks like, you know, he just needs to be drinking a craft beer and, you know. Yeah. Like, hanging out mm-hmm. and. He's gonna move to another neighborhood. Borough? So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my God, he's not staying in Manhattan. No, no Manhattan's like holding up. And, and then, you got Katie Pride, who's basically, it's like an update of the old, like, blue and gold. At this point, but, yeah. at this point, this is her like this look. is her outfit. Yeah, you can't modify. I mean, they do like slight modifications, but this is her look. Yeah, it's yeah. a great homage. All of these things. Like, I mean, yeah. we don't want Sprite's outfit coming back. Oh god, whatever. that was the worst. Which uh, with the like, uh, giant like yeah. shoulder blade. Uh, like, she had, mess. she had like a googly hat or something too. It was just ridiculous. Sprite, like, all yeah, of it was I hated, silly. I, I hated. I hated that. Um, name for her as well. Sprite was terrible. Ariel was terrible. Ariel, yeah. Ariel's a different character. Well, she, was, she was Ariel first. No, she second. was Ariel first. Did she also have Ariel? Okay. Yeah, she had Ariel. Oh, they're You're thinking of Disney again. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of the weird person for Fallen Angels. Oh, yeah. It was a teleporter. Oh, oh yeah. Who died and then she undied But then she, as well. she undied, yeah. yes. Um, and then, of course, we... Shadow. Got... And then you got Shadow Cat. 
Shadow Cat. Yeah. I like, that's I, the best. That's what's always so funny. Yeah, so someone that didn't, again, was mostly on the, t- like, cartoon side. Yeah. And then, like, Kitty, they had, like, the Kitty Pride like, one shot, because they were trying to make it a series, like, the old cartoon. Like, I didn't know that she wasn't not called Shadow Cat for, like, the longest time. I yeah. just thought that's, like... <laughs> That was who she was, but then like finally like the primer or the the after thing at the end of the gold, I was like, oh, that's how all that happened, and yeah. that's why she got all that. But I mean, like she was shadow cat for a long, long, long time. I'm talking like 15 years, you know, maybe maybe 20 years. Yeah. So, and I like Alan Davis's costume for her. Like it was like very cool and like kind of superhero, kind of not, kind of like real person. Yeah. It. Or civilian. Yeah, yeah. With a mask. That was the best of other than the main one. Yeah. And then we have. Oh. A local magician's outfit. I don't prestige, which is uh, I I can't even. With that well, name. she seemed to always look Rachel like Gray. Gar- she's always seemed to what like what name would be better than she's had just she's repurposed some. She's names. had Phoenix. She's been Marvel Girl. I've heard those before. Yeah. Um, has she had another one besides Clark. You might know. Had, Give her a name like Red Sass or something. Red, like Red Sass. Sass. I don't know. I'm this so is why you're Jesus. not right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get out. Red Get out. Sass. Look, they're gonna be. Um, there's Sass better. No, no. There's just better call Reddy, Kid Red Phoenix. Magic Kid, te- Kid Fe- Lady Phoenix. <laughs> Lady Phoenix. I You know, I don't know. I. Maybe. I just she doesn't seem to fit in at all in I know. terms of it, she feels very out of place. Right, Looking the whole writing. And, well, and I guess maybe that's what it is. Is I bet they wanted like I bet in their like production meeting they were like we have all the old. Let's add something new. She's not new at all. But what she's I mean is, is like, but I don't. Eight, like, no, I know that. But what I'm saying is, is yeah. like, she hasn't. I she's think the like wild card element. Like, yeah, because for all these people, you know how these characters are generally going to operate. Like, but she and. Kitty are best friends. I mean, Kitty is also best friends. And there is a good... Well, there's a... And and again... Kitty needs to limit herself. Kitty, stop having best friends friends. everywhere. She's a bit of a friend slut, okay? Well, again, and seeing Guggenheim's writing and having watched a shitload of Arrow this, like, trying to catch up to keep watching the show... Yeah. Like, it makes so much sense because there's at the... I don't mean to jump to the end of the book, but, like, after she's, like, talking about the thing with Colossus and they're like, oh, did I interrupt something? And they kind of have this, like, back and forth tit-for-tat sort of thing yeah it's very um arrow and um, uh felicity well felicity and whatever the uh what's the black guy's name on the show oh shit uh diggle it's very like yeah. diggle and arrow yeah. um so are it's, you shipping arrow and diggle yeah i'm hoping that many, who isn't right <laughs> so what's prestigious power She's, uh, she's any, tele- ha- any hat she can pull she's rabbit out of it. Um, she's very classy. Um, she fights with rabbits. <laughs> she's actually yeah. making copies of herself and then electrocuting them when they die. Yes. Look at you. Whoa. Um, so she's we- a telepath. So she's she's from the future. From, she's from the days of future, past, future. Uh-huh. Uh, and she is the uh, daughter of Jean Grey and Scott Summers. And so when she came well, back, she's daughter of Madeline Pryor and Scott yeah. Summers. Oh, that's right. Oh, you're right, Madeline Pryor. Yeah. Who's the daughter of Richard? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
He had yes. a really red-headed so, dog. But she wasn't as funny. X-Men does not give a fuck about the grandfather paradox. It does not Ab- Oh, absolutely not. not. Absolutely not. No, I mean, like, time travel and X-Men, they've been, like, you know, going hand-in-hand for the last several decades. And none of it makes any sense. Well, that well, would it makes sense. It's just like like they they completely they don't give a shit. About well, that would be like a separate universe paradox, right? Yeah, that's because, not time travel. Yeah, yeah. Because technically, she's coming from a universe where every all the X Men are dead. Sentinels were the verse, so she's back in time. And she's and like hijacking into Kitty's. No, Kitty is hijacking into Kitty's previous self in the other world. Oh, you mean Kate Pride? That's yeah. right, yeah. Kate oh, Pride. Kate. Kate. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, Kate did it. <laughs> Alright, uh, I think we're... <laughs> let's talk about let's Lydia. Talk, let's, let's talk, talk about, about Lynn, Let's talk about Lydia Nance. Lydia Nance. So, no. we, so we cut to my Mallory favorite Archer. TV show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fact. Basically, the fact she is Madeline Archer. Yeah, she is... She is uh, Wait, what's her name again? Mallory Archer. Mallory Archer. She's she's Mallory Archer. She, she does look very... Yeah, very much so. Same and so she is the face of anti-mutant prejudice right now. I think this was, like, probably one of the better parts of the book because, you know, um, they've always, like, you know, talked about how mutants are standing for a minority, whether it's an ethnic minority or it's somebody who's LGBT, uh, somebody from a different country. And clearly, right now, uh, you know, there's a lot of, in this very weird time that we're living in right now, a lot of people are feeling uh, feeling a lot of oppression. Mm -hmm. And the the way I'm... Sorry, Clark. The way the way the that uh, I think it's smart the way they're doing it. It's like basically it's like, look, I'm not a bigot. I'm not a racist. She's saying I don't have anything against you know people of color or gay people, mm-hmm. but we're talking about people who are you know who are living weapons. Yeah, they are uh, people. They are basically weapons of mass destruction. If every gay man was a ticking time bomb, yeah. there'd be a lot more. See, I, we are. <laughs> I thought that she was Theresa May. You know, the, oh, 100% thought that in terms of how really... she looks and how she acts. And, yeah, just her belief system. Her not great belief system. And her bad hair. Or maybe style. Mary Le Pen. That's another yeah. stand-in as well. Is it a little bit unfair, and I don't want to defend bigots, but is it a little bit but, unfair but to have doing? someone who's like, who is supposed to be, I'm, I'm not a racist, but clearly you're the stand-in for a racist, because... These people really are super, super dangerous, and you have no idea because it it comes in puberty, and a kid who discovers that he can turn himself on fire can easily burn down a school. But that, I think it makes it a, it's a little bit more legitimate than. But that plays into the Islam, Islamophobia aspect, or like <laughs> even like loving refugees over. Like you're saying, like one of these people could be a potential murderer or mass destruction sort of person. So I'm not going to let, not going to touch any of it, and they all deserve to do. But XYZ. really, all of the X Men are. It's not like there's uh, one in a million that's dangerous. We've seen every single X Men destroy. Except a building. you're talking about a. <laughs> A fictional universe where, like, that's like filled with people like Captain America and Thor. It's a great segue. Yeah, that's you know, a great point. They're also a every single well, person, also, right? They, so. they are, but you know, like, so you have to have a little bit of willing disbelief that that you know these people are. Yeah, they could be living weapons, but they need to use their powers for good to help humanity. But that's yeah, and that's a perfect segue to this whole like scene where they like fight Terax, they're like yeah. phasing buildings, they smash cut day. to this big beautiful scene they make some cookies, good games, <laughs> yeah. they're falling in love, but like then they Once get again, done Midtown Manhattan, you know, is rubble it's, and it's a little bit of a harsh like push Maybe. that I don't necessarily like 
buy into all the way, where they're just like, man, if this was the Avengers or this other team, they'd love us, but instead we're the mm-hmm. X-Men, so they hate us. Like, it feels a little bit heavy-handed given that this universe has now existed, yeah. where all these superhumans exist, and, or the inhuman, like, I don't understand how you could even... And that's actually the as a and agent, humans are nice. These people are at, bad. It's, it's funny weird, that they'd yeah. be pulling that in the comics because on Agents of Shield, which I love, that's like the whole point of it is that they can't because they're basically playing mutant storylines where they're like right. we can't trust these weapons of mass destruction. But then for the comic to be like, oh no, those weapons that are mad because like they're fine. It's no yeah. different. Like cause they've lived in a cocoon for a little bit, so they're different. Yeah. Right. Right. So, and I think, I mean, the way that Marvel kind of went around it was like, you know, people who are born like this, you know, I'm like, you know, maybe it's Maybelline. Um, (laughs) But, you know, that's what the fear was. And especially you could have a mutant that didn't, couldn't pass as human, but, you know, would look something like Nightcrawler or like Maggot or Marrow, you know, that that people aren't like the more quote unquote attractive, you know Glob Herman. Yeah, Glob uh, Herman. Oh. What I would do with Glob Herman. Glob Herman. Oh, you won't need lube with Glob Herman. Oh, no. Just stick it right oh. in. Oh, you're fired, right? I'm Crawl. quit. Bye. <laughs> um What were you gonna say, Clark though? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> right, he was right, too right. up he just wanted oh, to get yeah, that yeah, Glob you had, Herman. You had your, you had your like, Glob Herman. Out there. So the art is beautiful. Um Let's mm-hmm. talk about it in general. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the it's, artists it's, in general. It, yeah, the it's... art is beautiful. The first scene of them all together as a team is very I mean, iconic. It's yeah, iconic. Yeah, it's great. Um, they say their cliche line as usual. She's always wanted to say that. Before. To me, my ex. I I like that scene. It's like, how long have you wanted to say that? You have no idea how long. Mm-hmm. To say I'm it. sure she said it at some point. It's yeah, very. She... I think you. Yeah, we were talking about this before. You're very right. Where it's like the writing is very similar to like an Arrow esque universe, where it's like mostly very serious but also has like decent comedic elements to it yeah no i think guggenheim i mean like i've read a lot of his stuff before he did arrow i think he's become a little bit of a better writer after like doing episodic tv Mm -hmm. Uh, because he understands pacing a little bit more like his ear for dialogue is pretty good Yet, I think he only really has Kitty's voice down. I don't think, like, he, he might fair. grow. None of the other characters, well, that's, I think that's kind of similar to Arrow, right? Yeah. It's like, none of the other character. I don't need to call it. Keep Are you going to keep I love <laughs> Arrow. I yeah. love Arrow so much. More. But, like, I think it's, <laughs> but I think it's really true that, like, I still haven't gotten a sense of how all these other characters play. They just play in the lens of, she's the main, like, it's weird for an X-Men comic to really only have one voice right now like that's what i find very strange because i'm used to like especially a team dynamic yeah right? exactly yeah. and like it all seems like they're playing into her overall storyline but it's only been one issue so it's, it's like yeah it I feels mean, like he's giving his best job <laughs> just me in uh like for he's doing his best astonishing which she was i know she wasn't the leader of astonishing at the time no but she but was definitely she was like the focal the point, focal point. Yeah. absolutely no she was whedon's favorite character Correct. like she was like was the buffy, buffy role. was based off of her yeah, yeah. exactly in, in many ways and so I think he'll get there. I think his old man Logan is pretty good. Like he definitely like. I think their interactions. And he he wants to write like like classic Wolverine. Yeah. And you know Marvel will eventually bring back classic Wolverine, and they'll put him in this team. So he wants to do that. But what were you gonna say? I know. I was just just going back to um, young X Men that Guggenheim did. What two thousand. Eight, nine, ten. I don't really remember. Yeah. But oh, yes. he could not write anyone's voices to save his life. Mm. The only one that kind of worked was Dust. 
Yeah. Because he actually made her a very, very interesting character. She's yeah. an interesting character to begin with. But I really absolutely. wish he would have brought her, put her in this. I, I would, yeah, and, I love her. And, I'm sorry. Someone could... said that she is going to show up in one of the series mild, mildly regularly. Oh, and cool. I'm really hoping it's gold because here's the thing: you have a have team. You've got a team that, like, uh, you know, ostensibly is about fighting prejudice and fighting, you know, anti-mutant phobia as a stand-in for xenophobia, for uh, anti-LGBT, for racism, and yet you have a fairly like whitewashed team, with the exception of Storm. You know, yeah. um, you know, you don't have any gay characters on here. You know, where's North Star? Where, uh, yeah. where <laughs> you know? Well, they didn't want to put people to sleep. So. Right. North Star is a wonderful North character. North Star is a mean like, person, and that's he's why a mean I like him so why much. We love him. He's a he's bitch. relatable. What a, he's so what, relatable. What a brilliantly written character. Oh, they choose the gay one to be mean. How yeah. clever. Sound boy. <laughs> I do think there's some I mean I'm imagining that in the writers heads and again you know being like what they're planning is like Nightcrawler is I feel like a good stand-in for someone that looks different and then is like yeah but yeah. I but there's different Germans life experiences from that anyway like it's right, a, it's right. a very antiquated method of looking at how like life is correct, experienced correct and I think you know Marvel has even talked about this Guggenheim's definitely talked about this in interviews you know, like they have to balance the whole, um, you know, creating an more of an iconic old, like you know, classic cast yep. versus you know what America looks like or the world looks like today, where you know people are looking more for representation of themselves in the media that they that they, that they take well, in. Well, and if I was like a an overall like higher level executive, I would probably already believe that I was achieving a lot of those diversity goals within the like more Avenger series or other play because there's like a lot of there's a lot of diversity going on in Marvel right now, which is all great. Yeah. But it's like that makes So you're saying they've hit their quota? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see how it is. No, but like yeah, like I but think I mean it's... like look though, like X Men for a lot yeah, of but, like... yeah Asgard looks like Aryan month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> basically. Basically. But like I mean for X Men like a lot of us started reading X-Men because we identified Correct. with the characters as, you know, yeah. you know, latent homosexuals yeah. back oh. in our teens. Like, that's why, like, we started reading this stuff, you know? And I think, I think a lot of people Fair. did. And a lot oh, of people of color. You, you want know, to see did, that. And you, not, and you right. kind of want to see that a little bit more. I'm hoping, again, you know, it should be an evolution, you know? And, you know, maybe we'll... <laughs> it's gonna be funny, unfunny, and just plain terrible. Sometimes yeah, yeah, basically, that's my power. Um, I don't think they can include all these different races and genders, and because you don't like them. But no, no, because their plan is to do the sixties <coughs> X Men in blue, seventies in gold. They're yeah. trying to do the most iconic, nineties and, and astonishing, and they don't have those characters. They could shove Shiro in, it, um, you know. Sunfire? Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. I do and, like, but they I do like Sunfire. They don't really have anyone else from the 60s, 60s they can shove in there in blue or nobody really in the 70s either. Uh, pivoting question. Yes. How is Kitty going to afford 18 million dollars she's gonna endless? sell her body no she's a she, she can phase through shit that's gotta come for diamonds, diamonds. <laughs> she I mean there's an endless fund of Xavier's Institute I'm sure or whatever tuition's gonna go way up oh my god like, uh Rockslide's not gonna be Rockslide's not gonna make it yeah you can go join like the Runaways or something no Rockslide if he gets it blown up in a gold mine, he could add gold to himself. That's he could true. Totally That's a good use point. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Why does she need eighteen? Million? So they put the mansion right in the middle of Central Park. Smart. 
sure. And then a representative from the mayor's office saying, hey, welcome to the neighborhood. So glad you're here. Oh, by the way, here's your bill. This is the most valuable real estate in the world. Yeah. It's like, oh, it yeah, actually yeah. was a really good scene. Because 18 it's like, million seems pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I know. that's not that bad. For Honestly, yeah. month. Wow. For a month. Wow. Yeah, that's okay. pretty right, expensive. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's still not the most expensive place well, in Well, between, between Xavier and Warring, uh, uh, Worthington. Warren, yeah. Isn't uh, Warren broke? Warren is hanging out in that... Between the two of them, they're going to get it together. But I thought the point of the school was that it's a safe space where no one knows where it is. Not the center of the most popular park in the world. Arguably, I don't understand why they chose Central Park. I they mean, they wanted, wanted to be stupid. Well, I get it, but it's stupid option. as well. Waiting for the stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's the stupid. Yeah. Well, no, because I think the point of it is, is that they're the whole point of gold. It seems like is that they're trying to reform the image of mutants. So that's where it feels this very, is very weird. So we say, are superheroes. It's very back to basics in that sense. Yeah. Uh, like, that's you said what, it. Yeah. So they're taking over a third of the park. Yeah, and I mean, like, look, I mean, like, in the their first scene, they're fighting Terax, which is not an X-Men villain. That's very... No, because like they want to integrate it more yeah, with, like, the entire Marvel universe, so it's not just an X-Men villain. You actually have a Fantastic Four so villain. So it's like, wait, Avengers yeah, so the Fantastic... Are the Fantastic Four still around? <laughs> right now, they're not. They're two all disjointed. Of, two out of them. Well, yeah, yeah you've got... You've got Ben Grimm, the thing, and Guardians But again, of like, going back yeah, to, like, how anymore. many goddamn, like... Uh, superhero teams there are in New York at this point. It's like there's only one team that's like, oh, Terax is terrorizing New York. I guess well, well, they made I a point of being like, wait, is no one else showing up yeah. to this? Yeah, I did enjoy it's that. Like, wait, is he a mutant? Is he causing anti-mutant prejudice? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on, I'm on find sorry my superhero teams, and there's right like now. 30 other teams in the area. Why are they Mysterio, not? Mysterio is just robbing a bodega. No, Squirrel Girl is got it. Something say something. Um, well, so let's wrap up with on, on gold. Yes. With controversy, a conversation of Who are these brotherhoods of evil mutants? Oh, oh okay, yeah. Cool. So we're looking at we're looking at Ryan Krull, aka Pyro. I uh, look. Great. It's a new Pyro and a new uh, avalanche. avalanche. I didn't even realize that was him. Yeah. Is an well, insider, avalanche you know. died right before they put. Um, the, the brain of Professor um, Xavier into Red Skull. Pyro was supposed to be back after that one run where they brought everyone back. What, um, Necrotia? Necrotia, yes, <laughs> exactly. Necrotia. Some of it's the creepiest art I've ever seen of Oh, yeah, that was dark as oh, shit. Oh, yeah. It was, it was creepy. It was pretty dark. So he's just doing his own thing, and this is a new Pyro. Um, and then we have uh, Mask. She's looking the same. Who is, a, Ma- Mask is a, Who is Mask? Right? This is where I got lost a little bit. Yeah, yeah. he's a Morlock. Okay, she's kind a mo- of an evil Morlock. And she's the one in the robe, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, got it. Wait, she's- is that the covered in? That's one of the co- the cartoon, the covered school. Oh, it could be. no. <laughs> save it for another one. Um, <laughs> and then we have a mysterious goblin. He looks a little bit like the Brood. That like does brood. look like the Brood. Like a lizard group. See, lizard I thought, I thought yeah. it looked like Mellencamp from the Acolytes. John Cougar? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is kind of a mutant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then is that Magma? Oh, I think think it's Magma. That I did magma. like in um, New Mutants, the last one that she's in, she was like getting all in love with um, Mephisto. 
Uh, so oh maybe, yeah, maybe she got a little that's Mephisto. true. She got a little Mephisto in her. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. This all right. this team needs a little bit of diversity because I oh. see two flame users. Yeah, and yes, I'm wondering exactly. why they chose a lot of flamers, and I'm not liking. I don't think any of them are gay. <laughs> We don't oh, know. Mask we is gay. Mask is gay. confirmed gay in my head. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> in my dot 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 in oh. my head. Mask M A S C. Well, Mask that, from us. That well, was you. I feel like we should do a service to them by also doing costume critiques because we. Oh yes, of course. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. I think Avalanche looks hot. Avalanche has been going to the gym. He's <laughs> yeah. giving me daddy all day. I mean, yeah, he's been bulking. You yeah. Look what's, at him. what's his power? He's swole. He, he, uh, I totally get yoked fast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a, yeah, I had a crush on him back in the day. Uh, good. I want, I want other Even with that ridiculous costume, like, he I think had, this he, costume he had, is great. He had, he, had, he had, like, a really good black hair, like, stubble situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got, got it. I got it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But what's his actual power? Um, he vibrates the earth. Yeah. Oh, well, his yeah. name is Avalanche. I felt it move. Oh. I felt a move as soon as he put that yes. helmet on. Yeah, yeah. The, the most iconic look for him is the, obviously the helmet. Whatever but else he fucking wears. Is he somewhere? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, no, he doesn't. Did he I have an apron? I'm trying to think. I remember his costume from the end. Magma yeah. is wearing nothing. 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 nothing, basically. She's just like putting it all out there. Good so if Avalanche is doing his thing, doesn't uh-huh. it affect Magma? No. But also because she's out of the earth, isn't that lava? All right, I guess. Well, these are code names. Sound boy. These are code names, though. It's not like. No, it's like lava. It's not like if someone's called Goblin Princess, then you can't be the Goblin Princess. You're no longer Sound Boy. You're Kid Sensible. Like that makes no sense. It's a little weird. Yeah. So their costumes are interesting. I mean, I don't know. Pyro's buff as fuck. Like I've never seen Pyro that size. That's the way they draw them. That's the way they draw them all. That's how. That's how they're drawn. Every male is buff as fuck. I'm getting lots of buff as fuck. I'm getting lots of boob and butts. I want to. I mean, the art is very like it's a very '90s art. Like yeah, yeah. Artie and say up. It's like very a little Jim Lee, a little Mark Silvestri, a little like Andy or Adam Kubert. Um, A little Tom Warsaw. A little bit of uh, Pat Kerning. A little I'm bit of Pablo saying, Picasso. You're just like saying names now. Okay. <laughs> you just sound uh, like you're making up names. <laughs> no, these are like like the iconic like '90s like X Men artists, and yeah, like, right. I mean Jim Lee was his models were like the reason that the X Men cartoon looked the way that it did. Mm-hmm. Are you because these uh, seems like a pretty new cast? Are you sad that none of the like classic Brotherhood, Brotherhood of Evil? Why do they have to say evil? The I words. know there's a re- I think there's gonna be a like, there's gonna be reason, some like, who calls themselves evil? Well, Mask was Brotherhood. In the 90s. Uh, oh, yeah. And maybe. Mask's a man. Was there an actual... So, was Don't. there a, tr- a, a tree that was part of the... Because bro- the last time I saw the Brotherhood in a comic, Groot. I thought there was like a... No, it wasn't Groot, though, was it? I don't no, think so. Groot would not there be. was literally like a tree uh, kind of uh, thing. You're was... talking about Black Tom Cassidy going into weird mo- tree oh, monsters. Oh, yeah. that's right. And then killing that poor little squid boy when he was going oh, crazy. Oh, squid <laughs> boy. He just tore squid boy in two squid pieces. <laughs> That poor isn't squid boy. That's when Juggernaut uh, went good for a while. I didn't like um, that. Well, on that note, um, let's switch over to X Men Blue. Blue. Yes, <laughs> with our pal who's not killing babies anymore. Yeah, so we're not. <laughs> we're definitely not. We're not touching. We're not touching the artist controversy, right? We're gonna not go because it's done and done and done. Well, that was in gold, bitch. No, it was in gold. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're skipping the controversy. Sorry, that's why we're moving on to. We are the controversy. We are the controversy. Okay, so X Men Blue. So again. I'm a little biased because I don't care about these characters. I'm gonna I'm gonna be different from all of you. Yeah, start it. Okay. I 
enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was cute. I didn't hate the dialogue. Um, I thought it. I thought it was enjoyable the whole run. But I, also, I don't hate a time displaced team. I don't. I f- yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah I, no, I, I don't. I, 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 I hate it. them for stealing another comic that some other characters could be in. Yeah. That's what I hate about him. I yeah. think what I'm guessing is that this is supposed to be a. They're basically gentle These buyers. are like well, the new mutants now. This They're is a real intro point for probably younger readers or people that really don't like are just like sure whatever I'll read X Men like but and it's very comedic it's very fast paced yeah and it doesn't have any history so far besides like it did it felt like a cartoon version of like I could see this as a great X Men Blue cartoon well, like they could make a whole thing it of calls it. Calls to the past. It's for, yeah, it seems like a younger like, audience. Like for but even for a younger audience like this is not their X Men. You know the X Men that they know like probably would have X-Men. would probably have Wolverine. It would probably have Rogue. It would probably have. You know, a number Are of you telling characters. me four white people from the sixties are not there? <laughs> Five white. You people mean the ex Mad Men? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, hey. hey. But you know, I will say what I what I do like. Let's talk about what I like. I like the costumes a lot. I think they yes. did a nice. I think uh, Jamie McKelvey is the artist that designed these costumes. He's like one of my favorite artists. He does a lot of stuff with Karen Gillan. He, he did drew great design. He drew Young Avengers. Uh, he um, you know he designed Captain Marvels outfit carol danvers's outfit which they're going to use for the movie um so i think he did a really nice job and they i love great. cyclops's costumes cyclops is a, not a great character but like his his costume it's looks more phenomenal. streamlined yeah it's still iconic um, yeah it's it, great it, evokes it fits the 90s. really well it evokes like the 90s uh from the cartoon the 90s costume beast so. is a little bit bulkier and I, I think it looks can we do a quick rundown on so how did angel get fire wings she, instead of regular um, wings? i'm gonna call everyone she it was um, the guardian of the she galaxy. went through a magic mirror in space, she got magic wings. Before, or after they she? came to Angel's a man. I know. Before, or after they came to the present. Let's not be heteronormative. It was. Park. It was after they came to the present. Um, they did a crossover. Am I not calling him present because you're time normative? <laughs> <laughs> I've tasted my own medicine. Um, <laughs> so uh, it's the younger team. They they did a crossover with I believe Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, that's it was. Yeah, that's right. I remember that he was because on at the time I think Cyclops, Cyclops. was Black Vortex. Is that the name of yeah. Black yeah. Vortex? Yeah, 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 is exactly. Yeah, yeah. Same like sex tape. Uh, Cyclops at the time. <laughs> I am very amused by his own joke right now. I have nothing. I have nothing. No, 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 no I watch him suck it all down. <laughs> go on, go on. So that, then he got flaming wings. He got flaming wings. <laughs> the end. We yeah. had a great time. Look, it's all because comics. That's why I had it. Because comics. Okay, so but speaking of magic, why also does Beast know how so, to do magic? Okay, so Doctor they're, Strange. Yeah, he became besties with Doctor Strange. They obviously. This was the last run. Um, I think they're obviously trying to differentiate between the old counterparts of everyone. So like, young Iceman is super gay, and but also still sassy. Yeah. Um... And he has a boyfriend. Hank right? is into magic. Magic, not the card game. All they have to real do, magic. we don't know, was uh, make him not an awful person because yeah. our beast is a piece of shit. That's true. Um, <laughs> oh, now he's our beast. <laughs> well, that, he, that one's not my beast for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my beast. Name of my sex tape. Cyclops is pretty much the same, but I think 
him being Dreadful classic is the only one that can be classic. Yeah. Because I do like I do like the, the Cyclops' journey. It's like, look, he sees himself becoming Garbage. a monster, Garbage. a murderer. Um, even though some people Which think Clark Cyclops doesn't agree is right. with. Cyclops is right. <laughs> so you know, basically, they turn Cyclops into Magneto 2.0. The young Cyclops says, "I don't want to be that person." Um, so that's an interesting story to tell. Yes. Well, and he's more, I've always liked Cyclops, even though he was like the standard, I, again, not having, this is 90s, 2000s yeah, yeah, Cyclops. Yeah. Um, I've always liked him far more than like a Wolverine type. But what I liked about this is that he's not in power anymore, so. Right, Jean Grey. Yeah, Jean she's Grey running the like ship. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. her dynamic so, change. Yeah, as well. like she's like, I'm the strong, sassy one. Yeah. I feel like I he's almost like a little bit of a Donatello in this situation where he's like very. <laughs> Jesus. Where I'm, um, I'm a deep cut. Where different mutants. Different, mutant, different mutant. Mutant. <laughs> Yeah, mutant turtles. Um, well, no, I just mean like he's a very, like, obviously smart and diligent person, but like he's not. It's not gonna. <laughs> I hope they don't go this route, and I don't think they will, based on the this pilot, uh, if you want to call it pilot issue, yeah, is that there's not going to be a major conflict between them of, like, who needs to control. He's like, you've got it. Yeah. I'm just going to always be there to support you. And right. I think that's a really cool relationship that him and Gene will have, yeah. as opposed to the other way around, where I think it was always, like, her supporting him. Yeah. But, and, and they're trying to play up the whole, like, you know, love triangle again. Like, she doesn't want Cyclops. He she's kinda, so he's got, not into him. She's not into him. He's a little into right. him. But then, like, Warren, Warren, Angel, is into her. Like, he comes and, like, saves her. He is yeah. literally beautiful, too. Yeah. He oh. is beautiful. Oh, okay, calm down. There. I won't. Right. He's, like, the most you, beautiful. so bangable. If you had to choose... I think that is actually one of his mutations. Like, because he's become Angel <laughs> as... What? what? Uh, I think this is actually a mutation that he's had. So he, he is in golfing of this, like, Angel character that he's actually no, become more beautiful. No, no, let's Yes! Not, let's not get into that... Awful storyline of the seraphim and oh, I don't and know oh, it was the worst. Oh, when they started bringing like theology, so that kind of theology, the X Men, I, I don't bad. look. Like, I don't want his blood to heal anyone. I do not want his blood to heal anyone. I'm not saying oh, that. It, well, did it X- did. It all did. Did X Men ever try and make Jesus an X Men? Uh, <laughs> the original mutant, you mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe Cable. He's kind of a. Wait, what do you mean? What? Like Jesus, he's he was actually he. It's not. Oh, uh, like actually, the first was, minute was Jesus. Yeah, yeah. His, his power is turning water into wine. It's like parlor tricks. Yeah, but like he's his real power was I mean, yeah. resurrection. I don't know. Uh, Maybe I'm that's sure a someone's... good storyline that will never. Okay, yeah. let's write it out, yeah. dear Marvel. There was Marvel. that whole weird. Th- oh shit! Was that Milligan? I don't remember. Although Ryan would have with, some with Golgotha. About a different name. Yeah, I, Mil- which Milligan. Was, yeah, I didn't turn off. Yeah, he did that whole Golgotha storyline when he was writing for the X Men. Yeah, like the the hill in which I forgot he Jesus wrote for the X-Men. was. Okay. Um, okay, so this is gonna be a question. Just... Yeah. Okay. Why does Black Tom Cassidy have Batman logo on his costume? Oh, he looks like Batman Beyond, right? Yeah, he right. looks exactly like Batman. But uh, that's so funny. He kind of—I didn't even think about that. But he does. But like, he's always really had that like, like huh. that image on it, like his 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 yeah. costume. It's sort of a classic his, look. For it's him. a black and red kind of a thing. So, mm. and he predates Batman Beyond by at least twenty Whoa. years. Yeah. Yes. Yes. More than that, maybe even. Bat Tom Cassidy. He couldn't wear yellow and oh. green. <laughs> Because Banshee okay. wore yellow and green. Yeah. This would be different. That's true. That's true. And they were the opposite. They were the opposite. Um, so, so Juggernaut, what did, how do we feel about... Obviously, I liked his entrance. I liked his entrance. He that knows really how to make an entrance. Yeah. Like, like the Jello guy. Yeah. Right? Or... Uh, <laughs> 
Kool Aid, Kool Aid, whatever. <laughs> Jello, guy. I got Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Hey, hey, hey! Oh, that's Bill Cosby. Never mind. That's gonna go. Oh yeah, that's Bill Cosby. I met Bill Cosby. I met Bill Cosby, and I stick by it. No, that's name of your sex tape. Anyway. Okay. Um, I can't stand Juggernaut's being new a costume is again. not very good. I like Juggernaut as a villain. He's he, just like he's such an oaf. Great villain. He looks like fucking they, Bane though. He's got weird pipes coming out of him. Like he's, they've redesigned it. They've yeah. redesigned him a little bit. Like you know, and the pipes are weird. But I like I like the way uh, that this artist uh, like really like makes him very imposing. He's very very blocky. Um, yeah. You know, and like I would it, say the art in this is. Beautiful. It's like great. the storytelling is absolutely. I actually liked it more than the art. Next they, goal. they, the the younger people look younger. Uh, and uh, <laughs> really, the younger people look. Younger. No. And that is what they I look think. like. They yeah. look like teenagers. They look. Yeah, like they what teenagers. an insightful <laughs> podcast. So yeah. So uh, the storyline isn't super important except for the big reveal about Magneto. But we already yeah. knew that. We already knew that. But it's an interesting thing. Colin Bunn has written a Magneto title, and he wrote Uncanny X-Men before this, which was basically Magneto's X-Men. This is a continuation of that. Well, so, the, so the last actual thing before we get that weird Wolverine thing yeah. is uh, we see all their, basically their future plot points. Uh, so Emma's going to eventually going to be in it. We have They're really turning M into like the new villain, because she's going to be all over Jennifer. Which yeah. I'm excited yeah. for. I, love I want I mean, her I to love be. Emma's a great character. I like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I read a little bit. But so, anyways. what do we think about, like, not Wolverine, like, towards the end of the book? Over it. What? Over it? Ul- I mean, it's ultimate Wolverine. It's ultimate. Right? I think it's, like, it's ultimate Wolverine. Why Wolverine does stuff. every X-Men, because isn't oh, he also going to, Old Man Logan's also going to be an Astonishing, isn't that right? Yes. Yeah. Well, so, like, why every, does every single X-Men, sh- I, st- I just don't because like Wolverine. Because he's a I've never Wolverine, liked Wolverine, sorry. Uh, Wolverine's a yeah. great character, y'all are I had, I supported Cyclops. Awful. Even back there in the 90s television show. We're pro, yeah, Clark and I are pros. This is going to be a real... We'll have a whole podcast about schism. We'll have I like the pragmatic one, even if the pragmatic one gets a little crazy. With our few minutes left, we have left over. Okay, go ahead. I, Shut up. May I just say I love. A, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. Go. I, go. I love a Wendigo. Wendigo. Wendy. Wendigo. to go. Not according to him. When you murder someone as a Wendigo, they become a Wendigo. Yeah. Also, you have to Wendy's 99 cent menu go. Anyways. So let's talk about. Let's talk about Weapon X. Hated it. Yeah. Let's talk about the four scenes that are coming up in X Men. I mostly just yeah. I just want to. It's a very Jeff Johns thing. He would do that all the time in his DC comics. It's like more things to come. It's like. Like, I'm super excited for Generation X. Generation X looks good. Yeah. I don't know what the third panel is. It's that like, is the the Brotherhood from an alternate. Oh future. yeah, God! Oh, the Children of uh, <laughs> that was so bad. Oh, oh Children of the Atom. Uh, yeah. That was a terrible crossover. Oh yeah, hey, that's what that is. Those oh, turnbacks yeah, 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 are back. Yeah, you're right. Like that was it had a lot of promise, but whatever. And then, and then it, Professor X to me, my X Men. Okay, fine. And we got it. Uh, we're gonna have another one of freaking. Wolverine's children showing up because Ray's is like his and Mystique's from the future. So let's with our few minutes, let's talk a little bit about Weapon X. Um, Do we have to? I the only I thing enjoyed I enjoyed it. It was I, it was like Greg Pak is a very good oh, writer. Great writer. He's a great great writer. I think he's probably one of the best writers that the X books have right now. But the he's paired with one of the worst artists. My least favorite artist, Greg Land, who has talent, had talent at one point, but decides to like trace 
models Those and porn deer stars. Look nice. The deer look the nice deer look because nice. Boy, <laughs> Boy, <laughs> Boy, <laughs> humans like it's just it's just it's and but look, this is not even what the worst. is that face about? But it's, just just but it's not even the worst art I've seen of him. Like it was actually this is actually pretty it, good. It's art actually of pretty him. pretty good for him. This didn't for, him. for change take me out of the story. And yeah. sometimes his art will be visibly like is that I will is that stop Victoria I will stop exactly. I will stop reading comics if I find out he's the artist. Is there a porn star? I'm sure he's a wonderful guy in real life, but you know. I just don't care for his just, art at all. I just thought it was a. I thought the issue was very action intensive for no like. It was just sort of boring. I did like the um, oh. library um, thing where he was trying to use the computer and then the old guy. Oh, yeah. I, lo- I thought like that's gonna what, what a sad story. That's gonna be what makes me like this more, where it's like the people are being people, whereas like there was a lot of people times. Are people. Well, like just like being human, ass. Like, there's a lot of time spent in this issue of like him fighting the hitchhikers yeah. or escaping them, and like it's such a fast read, and it's just not very. It, I think the I di- like the overall storyline. Like, I'm excited for this, and like them banding it's together. It's the X Force book, basically. Right. Exactly. I just like, I'm not tired of the Weapon X series. Like Weapon X altogether. I'm fucking boring. over it. I don't want to know. I don't want to know who was number twelve or thirteen <laughs> and seventeen. I actually I don't love care. Grant Morrison's yeah, take on it. It's Weapon Ten. Yeah, I thought it was really. Cool I idea. saw that. That was when I was like reading just bits and pieces, but I thought I it was like really that smart. That was V for Vendetta. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about. That's what it's, uh, he was in the fifth room. That's why. But, he yeah. uh, but yeah, again, yeah, yeah. From, compared to all the other issues, like the other two starter issues, this felt like the most like just like a random episode in a season, as opposed to like an actual yeah. like great. I get it. The just plot felt like as now. soon as something was going, it just stopped. Right. Like yeah. It and was as, like as someone who's reading it for Domino. And, oh, I'm 100 percent reading it for Warpath, Domino and Warpath. Um, I'm I'm like. I, I like the idea. Can someone too. clue me in how Death Domino Strike, and yeah, Warpath are both involved? Because they were they part of the program or not? No, they were. They no, were part like an X Force program, they were part of like the X Force yeah. team. They were never experimented um, on that we that we know. They, there were, that what was that Weapon X series from like the mid two thousands? Um, she was involved in fighting against them in that series with Cable. Yeah, she's. And Maverick, I mean, they're great. They, they, they're so they're basically just they're adding them for the X Force flair, but then all, they like don't. They need, really... And they need like kind of like you know dark. Yeah. Right, no, of course. Yeah, yeah. They Which said they need the five because yeah. in the in Prime they said they need the five of them. Yeah. So I'm assuming the other two are Domino and Warpath. Warpath. Yeah. So they showed the five. It was Wolverine right. or Old Man Logan, Sabretooth, uh, Lady Deathstrike, and the other two. They're gonna, they're gonna I have to love, shove Cable in with the so series the, at some point too. The last probably. page of the issue, it's where you had like the robot or whatever going die so I just like I read it as die die yeah it's a little not very much I like it um, so, I'm intrigued I want to know what happens with that flap of skin of Logan I'm really intrigued by that if it <laughs> so, turns into someone or just something. in terms of what, so we're reading these three and we're going to be reading Cable on an ongoing basis we're going to be reading right? well these four, four Cable Generation X uh, and Astonishing X-Men yes oh and Jean Grey and Iceman Ice well yeah yes. Prime's done now that and we're going to do primer. we're going to do a deep oh, dive right, on yes, Iceman yes, too we're going to talk about who he's fucking who we think yeah. he's fucking oh, who he's saying yes. he's not going to okay calm down I will be I'll be the correspondent on that of fun guys yes. who's he banging uh, <laughs> that's your last word um it's not also people magazines take <laughs> <laughs> no that's yeah that'll be the ryan i mean who's well, he doing and what's the he ryan Curl social the hour exclusive yeah. interview with yeah. ice man yeah exactly you could be what's his face from the real housewives 
Andy Cohen. Thank you so much. Andy. Dandy Cohen, more like. Uh, uh, we are never. We have to get better at these jokes. Yeah. Just, this is gonna ruin. No, them. we have no. to get like. Just we gotta get safe. worse. We yeah. have to get actually worse. All two of our listeners are gonna. Off. <laughs> so, all right. So we are Homo Superior. This is our first uh, episode. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we will be back in a couple weeks. <laughs> uh, we are going to keep reading X Men. Yeah. Anything you want to hear from us, you know where you can find us. So let us know. <laughs> Are you kidding? At what? At Brent's place. Yo, 